Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. I'd like to tell a story this morning about uh, the Dysert family, and I'd like to call it a place of sanctuary because of the way that uh, it's turned out to be. It's a center of influence in Ireland, and the Dyserts have been managing it for the past four or five years. To begin with, we really didn't know whether it was going to take off or not. It was extremely slow, so you'd probably get one, two, or three people in per day. And it wasn't really very good. And I think the reason for this is because, generally speaking, the Irish people are suspicious of foreigners, especially if they think that you're a Protestant. Catholicism there, if you're Irish, you're a Catholic. If you're a Catholic, you're Irish. And if you're anything outside of that, then both society and your family will ostracize you. That has happened with several families, several people who have changed their religion from Catholicism to Protestantism, whatever form it may be. And it's really, really hard for them over there. But opening up this center of influence uh, in the south of Ireland as I said, we, we didn't really know what to expect. So after about a year of it being really slow, the local newspaper sent uh, someone round to the center of influence to find out what was happening there. And she spent the whole day in the shop, after which she expressed how interested she was in what was happening and fully supported what the Dysarts were trying to, to accomplish there. And she wrote a really, really good article in the local paper. And, you know, obviously quite a few people read it. And after that was printed, several more people gradually started coming into the shop to see what it was like, to see what the people were like. Because one of the things they want to know is whether you like and love the Irish people, and whether you're just there for a year or two and going to disappear, or whether you're there for the long term. The Centre of Influence was prepared right from scratch, really. So when they started renting the place, it was just an empty shell. There was nothing there. So they had to do the decorating and the filling of it right from scratch. And as soon as you walk walk towards the shop, you can see several things in the window that might catch your attention. We had one of the students there who was an architectural student who did some of the drawings and made cards to sell from the drawings that she'd made. And they were really, really excellent quality. And some of those are in the shop window along with other things, various bric-a-brac and stuff that would catch your attention. When you walk into the shop, you can have hot drinks there or cold. They're, they're all very vegan, vegetarian type foods. But, well, not foods, they're snacks really, because you, you're not allowed to do a full cafe without 
extra work going into it. And also there are a lot of shelves with books on, on health, there are Bibles, there's Ellen White's Conflict of the Ages and various things there um, that the people can choose from. On one day of the week, people's blood pressures are taken. And there have been several people who's, we've been, who've been found to have really high blood pressure and have been advised to go to the doctor immediately. And some of them have returned afterwards and said, thank you, you've actually saved my life. I'm taking medication now, but it was so high, my blood vessels could have popped at any time. So they've been really grateful for the service that the dieters have been giving. And not only with blood pressure, I mean general health education, lifestyle education. And that is one of the big issues in Ireland is, is lifestyle. Because a lot of them, they drink heavily, they smoke heavily. There's a lot of drunkenness going on, a lot of abuse going on in society and in the home. And these are things you're battling all the time. So it's been really good to see how progressive the the center of influence has been and how it's impacted some of the lives within Ireland because many of them now will go on a regular basis if not every week um, then every couple of weeks they'll drop in wanting to know how the diocerts are going on wanting to know what other books there are and those who've taken books home have thoroughly enjoyed what they've been reading and, and it's really great to hear what's been happening. And the diocerts have been doing a really, really good job. But they're now at a point when they need to retire. And we have a family of the O'Donnells who are preparing to take over from them. I mean, they, they need to raise more funds to be able to go. The diocerts would like to leave by the end of this year. We'd, we would have liked uh, the O'Donnells to have taken over by the end of this year as well. But... At the moment, it doesn't look as though that's going to happen unless they can get a lot of help in the meantime. If you go to the website, uh, AFM's website, which is afmonline.org, then you can follow the prompts there to give. And you can give either on a monthly basis or one-off contributions, and they need both. But at the moment, they need far more monthly than one-off contributions. And they've still got a fair way to go. So if anybody out there is willing to get them out to Ireland, uh, it would be very, very much appreciated. We've had um, occasions when I've visited and when I haven't visited, but there are some people in Ireland, they love music. And they come into the shop on one of the shelves, there is a guitar. It belongs to Patrick, but he's left it there because some of them who come in say, oh, you've got a guitar there. Can I take it down and play it? And, uh, of course, Dysert say, yes, of course, take it down. Take it down. And they start playing and they start singing. And it gives another fresh atmosphere to the shop. And many of them have actually said how spiritual and how peaceful and how safe they feel when they enter that store. It's, it's uh, been a real blessing to them. And they have full-spectrum lighting there as well, because in Ireland, most of the time, 
it's very dull, it's very windy, it's raining, and you get very little sunshine. So to have full spectrum lighting, where you can sit with your hot drink or cold drink and read, has been a blessing to many who've entered that store. There have been uh, some people who've come in who have actually started asking spiritual questions. Things have been happening in Ireland that a lot of the um, a, a lot of the citizens have not been very happy about. Although they still call themselves Catholic, they're not very happy with the situation as it has been over recent years. And so, some of them have started asking the Dysarts about what they believe and about their understanding of what Scripture says. And so Patrick has managed to have some Bible studies, both in the shop and sometimes away from the store. And it's, it's been encouraging to them to know that some of the people are now asking spiritual questions rather than just coming in for general conversation or for, to have a look at the books. And so they've, been, uh, they've had several good spiritual conversations and some of them will continue to return and continue where they left off from last time. They still are quite suspicious about Protestantism and what we believe. They, they class all Protestants in the same category. So it's very difficult to explain that Adventists are somewhat different to uh, other mainstream denominations that are in that country. But some of them are beginning to pick up the fact that we are different and that as a people we do actually love the Irish people we have a heart for them and that we want something better for them to and we're there to help and so some of them are beginning to listen and open up a little bit more near the beginning of their ministry the Dysarts were wanting to hold a, a health expo and they they'd arranged a hall they'd um they'd got all the materials ready for it. And then the local priest found out what he was doing. And he organized uh, a grave blessing that day. And a grave blessing, all the Catholics are expected to attend it. And he did it exactly the same time that the diocese were going to hold their health expo. And so actually nobody attended the health expo. They all went to the grave blessing. But that was done purposely by the priest. So it's very, very difficult. And some areas are more difficult than others. And it depends on whether you build a relationship and are able to build a relationship with the local priest. I know in our other project in, in, in Ireland, the, the missionary family there uh, developed good relationships with the local priest. And, and to the point where he was asking our missionaries to give Bible studies in a small group for his own church members. So it's not the same in every city. It's quite different. 
And where the dice certs are based, it's a very difficult area. Um, just to explain a little bit more about what a field director does, we come alongside the missionaries, and although we're viewed as a, as a supervisor, it's not to be heavy-handed in any way. It's actually to come alongside them because we want them to, to succeed in, in everything that they're doing. So we were there to help them because many of them, when they come into the, uh, the mission field, they become homesick. They experience culture shock. Even in Ireland, they get culture shock. So we, we come alongside, we help them, we encourage them, and, and we facilitate them as much as we possibly can. And they can contact us at any time, day or night. We're available to them all the time and that they need us. And part of the role is also to help them develop a strategy to reach the people group because one method does not reach everybody. So learning the culture, learning the heart of the people, learning the needs of the people, all these sort of things help us to identify the best route to the heart with the gospel. So I help them with strategy. I help them develop a, a three to five year strategic plan. And yes, we hold them accountable, but we're flexible. We have to be flexible because things are changing all the time. And we're also a pastor to our missionaries. We're a counselor to our missionaries. We also develop relationships with the church uh, at the field level, conference, union, mission, and division levels. Because at the end of the day, whatever church we establish, it's handed over to the church. Uh, we're not a separate entity in that sense. We're part of the Adventist church family worldwide. And our role is to establish church planting movements around the world. And that includes in Ireland. We hope you've enjoyed this story. Why not reach out to us at afmonline.org and follow the prompts to learn more about our missionaries and how you can support their work. Thank you for listening. God bless.